Well, good evening, everybody. Would you stand with us? And we get the wonderful privilege tonight of talking about celebrating what Jesus has done for us in this thing called worship. And so I will say, you'll notice we don't have a ton of people up on this stage, a ton of instruments, but it's cool. We have our most important instrument right here. And so I would love y'all's help tonight. And would you start by helping us keep beat? We're gonna clap together. Here we go. I wanna hear it, come on, here we go. I worked in kids ministry, so this is where this comes from too, so. <laughs> All right, here we go, keep it going. And we sing, there's joy in the house of the Lord. Sing it out together. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. We won't be quiet.
Hey, you guys can have a seat. Welcome, welcome Mosaic family. My name is Melanie Manning and I am Fellowship Mosaic's admin and I'm really excited to be here tonight with you and just be able to worship and celebrate our God. When we are here, we invite you to relax and refocus on the Lord and just rest with him and with your fellow family. So we have some announcements um, and that is a habit because uh, I used to work with kids. I don't have to say announcements. I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. Welcome. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you are new, we really want to know you. So please come back into the info booth in the back after service. And we have people there who are so excited to know you and talk to you. And we want to get you plugged into the church. So come back, talk to someone, or you can text this number, go online. We just are really excited to know you. So if you're new, know that you are valued and you're important. And we want to know you. Next is being a part of the church is serving. And we have some needs that are very urgent and we want to put in front of you. So we have worship and tech production and prayer team and hospitality. And if you're sitting here and those needs just hit your heart and you know you've been blessed with those, we would be so grateful if you've stepped forward, if you talk to someone afterwards and say, hey, I'm really good at tech. And we would love to have you back in our tech booth to help with our worship team, um, to help provide a meal for our worship team as hospitality, or to get you in our info booth to greet people. So if you know that that is a spiritual gift that our Lord has given you, our church would be blessed to have you on our teams. So you can always go online and do our little serve form, and then we can get you connected and plugged in. Next, we get to talk about is our family swim night, which is so fun. Um, even if you don't have little kids, please come and hang out with us in the pool and watch them all jump in and make cannonballs and just get to relax. Know that you don't have to take care of them and watch them. Um, but if you do have family, please bring them. We're excited to be able to hang out 7.30 to 9.15 at the Springdale Aquatic Center. It's going to be cool because it's the evening time and it's just really fun to watch all of the community that happens, Waterside. Next is our prayer sections. So we have these wings in the back corners sectioned off for just places to really focus and pray. And we have prayer team members that will come and join you if you are sitting there to intentionally walk with you and pray for you, whatever is heavy on your heart. Um, there's always moments during worship that if you just feel like you really need someone, you can go back there. One of our prayer members will really just focus with you and walk with you with whatever you were going through. And if that is not something that you're looking for at the moment, like the prayer is not what you need, just know that those corner sections, you will be approached in a loving and like friendly, devoted way. And so if that's not what you're looking for, we invite you to just scoot forward or scoot to one of our center sections. And then um, we just have a really great night tonight. So I'm going to pray and we're going to continue on in our worship and celebration in the Lord. So if you will bow your heads and pray with me as um, we continue our night. Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we are able to gather in a place that is just filled with love and a welcoming environment. Thank you for this team that is blessed to lead us in worship and to just celebrate your name. I pray that our hearts are just focused on you tonight and that the words of these worship songs just really sink in and that we are able to just see you and love you clearly. In your son's name, amen. 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 Hey, as we continue to worship, um, I don't know if you're like me. My name is Daniel, by the way. I don't work here, but I love to be a part of this body. And I am just so grateful that uh, they allow me to serve in this position. Um, and I'm grateful for this band too. Um, if you guys are like me, then maybe some of these practices this summer, the temptation is, man, this is something given to me by God, but man, I just, I just wanna do it right, I wanna do it good, I wanna check it off the list. And that, I just wanna invite you guys, tonight is a reminder, worship, responding to God because of who he is and what he's done, that is the heart of these practices. And so let's use this even as a night of just resting and reminding ourselves we don't have to work for his grace. It's been given to us, so let's just respond. Would you stand with us? We're gonna sing this together. Jesus is better. There is no other 
So sure and steady, my hope is held in your hand. When castles crumble and breath is fleeting, upon this rock I will stand. Upon this rock, upon this rock I will stand. We sing glory to Him. Glory, glory, we have no other King but Jesus, Lord of all. We raise the anthem, our loudest praises ring, we crown Him Lord of things and say that Jesus is better. It's so simple. If you believe this, sing it with me. In all my sorrows, Jesus is better. In all my sorrows, Jesus is better. Josh Burns over there. We have two wonderful daughters, Joanna, who is five, and Eliora, who is two, and 
been giving me a run for my money lately. Um, these storms. Any other parents? <laughs> okay. Um, but we come here before the Lord. And now, um, will you join me in this prayer offering? And we'll say it together. Oh, Father, giver of all, every good and perfect gift comes from you. We ask you to accept these gifts and use them to your glory. May they bring shelter to the homeless, comfort to the sick, rest to the weary, and hope to the hopeless. As you multiplied the offering of fish and loaves, multiply these to accomplish more than we can ask or imagine. We give freely and not under compulsion, for all we have is yours, Lord. Nothing we can give could match your great gifts to us, your Son and your Spirit.
standing for the reading of the Word of God tonight. Well, good evening, Mosaic family. Uh, My name is Murray Smart, and this is my wife, Amy. We've been coming to Mosaic for about 11 years now. We have six kiddos that range from 2 to 11, and so if you want to find us on a Saturday night, we were probably serving in elementary or in uh, students in that way. We have two things to read tonight, and the first one is from Romans 12. It says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And then we read from Hebrews 13, 15 through 16, that says, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for for such sacrifices God is pleased. For this is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Well, thank you, smarts. Good evening, everybody. Good to be with you. I'm Matt Natzel. I work with kiddos here. If we've not met, uh, please come meet me later. Hey, Josh, good to see you. Um, if you're here for the first time or the first time in a while, we've been in a series on rhythms. We've we kind of mentioned this a couple times here. But uh, for the rest of you, uh, I just wanted to ask how it has been going. How has the rhythm series treated you so far? Pretty good, I hope. That's good. Um, I, what I hope is that you are taking the, the, each little lesson uh, as more of a, like an appetizer platter at, at Applebee's, like a, a wing here and a wonton there, just like a little, like if something kind of teases your fancy a bit, you go, I kind of want to go back to that one and spend a little bit more time and linger a little longer. I, I hope none of you have overwhelmed yourselves and just ordered an entree of every single one of these things, and the plates, the, you know, the table's just full of plates, and you're like, I can't do it, I'm overwhelmed, I don't even want to pay the check, I just want to dine and dash and get out of here. So if that's what you've done, take a deep breath, don't do that. This week is going to be a bit of a, a respite week, because it's worship and celebration, and it's weird that worship and celebration is week eight of ten, In some ways, worship and celebration could be like the first of the whole series, just kind of casting vision for what is our hope in all of these? It's to to develop a heart of worship for God, and so we're going to use these practices to do that. Or maybe it would be a great final sermon that that now that we've looked at all these, why did we spend so much time? It's for this purpose, for worship. But instead, it's week eight of ten, and we have two more after this, Sabbath and service. And so I hope that tonight will just kind of be a space for us to catch our breaths and, and be refreshed again uh, as we, as we uh, just kind of focus in on this one together, okay? So tonight, worship and celebration. Uh, concerning worship, Foster says this. He says that we have not worshiped the Lord until spirit God's spirit touches spirit, our spirit. We've not worshiped the Lord until spirit touches spirit. So why do we pray or fast or spend time in the word or confess or seek solitude and silence? Is it not worship? Is it not for this divine connection of spirits? I believe so. So this week, as we kind of wind up for the last two, maybe we'll pause for a second 
together. Um, If you had your Rhythms workbook, we are in page 76, and there you'll see a a quote, and we'll work off this quote for a little bit together tonight. It says, worship is an appropriate response to God revealing himself. Worship is an appropriate response to God revealing himself. So God shows himself off, and we respond with worship. We do what we were made to do. In the context of this series, any of the things that you've tried on, maybe you've had a first fast or you've set down some excess in pursuit of simplicity or or you've even turned back to the word again to renew devotion there. Maybe you've even continued to use Gary's prayer from week two, his Jesus prayer, as you've come time and again to the Lord. All of these are tools for for gazing at him. We want to see him and we want to worship. So often though, we turn aside to this or to that. Something gets us and catches our eyes and we set our affections in, in the wrong places. And that's not worship. That's idolatry. A lot of times we'll say that we worship other things and I've even used that here. But just for the sake of clarity tonight, If I use the word worship, I'm meaning that singular devotional focus upon the Lord and everything else is idolatry. It's either whether we're guiding our affections, wherever our devoted attention falls, it's either worship because it's directed toward creator God or it is idolatry because it's directed toward some creaturely part of creation. So I do like that workbook definition, but I'd like to simplify it even more. I found myself having trouble quoting it over and over. And so can I do this one instead? Can we say, when we see God, we worship? I think that's true. I think when we see him, the response is worship. It just pours out of us kind of uncontrollably. You see it in everybody's response in the scriptures as well. It's been the purpose of the whole Series. We, we keep doing these things to break from what's normal for us. We, we need these pauses. Or maybe you do some of these things, and this is just a doubling down on the formative practices, uh, the, the, the holy habits that the church has practiced, because we want to worship more wholeheartedly and whole-lifedly, if I can make a word up there. Whole-lifedly. So I, I could encourage you to worship in all your moments and in all your days. That's appropriate. But I could also encourage you to make use of this time on Saturdays to, to, to worship also. For example, when we get together, we sing and we read the scriptures. We pray, we take communion, we celebrate baptisms, we share stories of lives changed. We confess sin. We, we show up with one another expecting to see him. I can go a really long time not looking for him. And so I, well, I left it backstage, but I revisited an old app, okay? Um, I used it back in the Ecclesiastes series to remind myself that I'm gonna die. It just a couple times a day, I would go off and say, you're gonna die, just get over it. So that was good. But now, I, I put a different prompt in, okay? And the prompt now is 10 times a day, the most obnoxiously long buzzer in my pocket. And it says, when I look at the notification, Christ is present. It's something I need. I need this like physical, tangible thing to, to pull my head out of the mud just for a moment and, and be able to realize, man, I need to be present in this moment and God is present in this moment and I need eyes open. I need to start looking for what he's doing around me, what, what, what's going on here in this space. And in the same way that it happened back in that other series, it happens all the time. It goes off in the middle of fights. It goes off in, in really kind, good moments. It goes off in, in when I was sitting here watching the band rehearse earlier, so kind of a worshipful moment. It, it just reminds me all the time that God is here in the space with me. If I don't look for him, I often don't see him. And if I don't see him, I don't worship. I gotta look for him. Now, um, Worship. I'm sure there was a moment tonight when you heard worship is going to be the topic of the night, and you probably thought like praise and worship, or worship pastor, worship music, that you probably started to fill it out like we're going to need to talk about music probably. And that's fair. We absolutely need to consider it. Worship, you'll always hear, isn't just singing, but also singing is just this 
clear, crystal-cut way into the heart of worship, isn't it? There's something about this gift that God has given us that melody has a way of just working on our hearts to open our eyes and, and see him. So let's look at Colossians for a moment. It gives us an idea of the formative power of song. We're in Colossians 3, and it says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We sing the truths of the scripture so that the peace of Christ would rule in us and the message of Christ would dwell among us and gratitude would flow through us. We sing to see him and therefore we sing to worship. And while worship is often a song, it isn't just a song. So to look at, kind of flesh the picture out for us, it's a response to seeing God. So what are some of the ways that we see God? Well, the author Gary Thomas, he named nine sacred pathways, uh, nine distinct spiritual temperaments or nine ways to see him. Uh, Just take a second and, and read down this list. So a variety there, and, and I, I, I could go into this for a while. I'm going to save it. There's a wealth of articles online. I put it in front of you um, because I wanted to say this. I wanted to say it's at least worth a Google, uh, but, but instead I wanted to say this. There's a lot of ways to love God. <laughs> There's lots of means by God by which God will engage our hearts. And, and help us see him and, and draw us to worship him. So if there have been rhythms this summer, if there are parts of our services normally, week in and week out, that aren't your cup of tea, I hope seeing the variety of ways that God is willing to meet you will relieve some tension or frustration or self-doubt in those spaces. If there's a season where something just isn't working for you to help you see him, feel free to take those lenses off for a bit and put on another set and keep looking, right? There's too many different things that he has for us here. Now, the the two-part name of this sermon was worship and celebration. And I have to imagine that some of you, at least, are put off by the word celebration because you maybe started thinking about like kitschy balloons and like let's sing, let's sing like the one or two songs that we like just, we're gonna clap our hands. And maybe that, you, that first right out of the gate, you were like, Ugh, I don't know if tonight's for me. And may, maybe it's because you came in here actually like, I don't feel like celebrating. Like life is too heavy right now to, to be kind of jovial or lighthearted. I hear you, I get it. The invite isn't to participate in nonsensical silliness, though. That's, that's not the heart of what we're doing. We're not trying to, to put it on and feign anything. We want to celebrate that God is who he says he is. He's not changing. He is who he says he is. So if you don't feel like celebrating, then gathering with other people who do and are celebrating, somehow it, God just does this thing for us that, that it buoys those us when we don't feel like it because we can look at one another and see that it's true. There's other people here that are believing it when I don't believe it. And I need you just like you need me. So, whether it's his kindness or his faithfulness or his steadiness or his ever presence, you're looking around the room hoping to catch glimpses of it through the gathered body of believers. For me, when I sit here and I worship, I, I, I do look around. And I, I know some of you well. We're, we're like kindred hearts. We spend a lot of time together. And others of you, I know just like little bits of stories. Like we've had one encounter or two encounters. Some of you I don't know from Adam, and that's okay. 
right? There, there's, there's a time and a place, and maybe we'll have one of those soon. But when I sit and I look around, these are some of the things that come to my mind and my heart. Uh, these are some of the people that I see and, and, and think about. Uh, you're still reeling, and the fallout is ongoing, and the divorce still hurts, but we're singing, and I see your hands high and hopeful, and I worship. You're living with same-sex attraction. You're, you're walking faithfully with the Lord through it. You're not acting out in it, but you're, you're singing so loud with the hope that someday this body of believers might know you in that secret struggle, and I worship watching you. You're in the uncertainty of the pregnancy or the stress of infertility and your tears are ones of hope maybe or maybe just desperation to trust again in the face of deep grief. And I worship. Your job is grinding your soul to a pulp, but I see you here again and you're desperate to sit here and find rest in the one that can give it. And I worship. You're in remission, but the next appointment is always a question mark. And, and you, yet you're turning your eyes upward. You know where your help comes from. And I worship. You've done a lifetime with one that you loved deeply, and they're gone. And this new loneliness is stirring you to trust and to form new relationships and to look for new opportunities to give your life away to others. And I worship. Even knowing the other folks that get up on stage here and share their gifts with us other times, so many of you have told me time and again that you feel completely unworthy. I'm there with you. And you, yet you share your gifts with us, not out of pride, but out of a deep need to bring your best before him and share it with others as well. And I worship. You've seen him, and I see him in you when I see you, we need one another. So if we worship when we see him, it would be a miss not to look for him tonight. And, and I, I want to kind of open up some space. We're going to have about 10 minutes left, it looks like, of, of preaching time. But one of the best places to see him is cracking open the scriptures and just looking at the stories of what he's done over and over again. And so I've pulled together a, a list of scriptures that I just want to read over us tonight before we get to that, though, a confession and one other little thing. About four or five years ago, in kind of the previous iteration of the staff team on Mosaic, there was a lot of them that were singers, kind of gifted musically. And it seemed like there was this pattern of ending sermons, and they would kind of say like, and I just feel prompted to sing this song, let's sing. And there was just kind of this singing pastor thing that was happening here like six or seven weeks in a row. And I'm a little sarcastic and I like to tease my friends. And so Monday morning meetings when we're evaluating, I would razz them pretty hard. I just like to like tease them. And tonight is my opportunity to eat those words in front of you all. So I'm sorry for that. Not fun. But I have just felt compelled this week as I've considered it. I want to sing the doxology with you. Not because... I like singing necessarily in, the, in this performative way, but I, I do love singing, and it's something that my family, since COVID, has started to do at home a little bit at a time. Just We pick a song, and we sing it till it's memorized, and, and so it's just a, a gift that we get to do together. And so I wanted to sing the doxology, and then uh, we'll, we'll hear from the word of the Lord. So would you sing loudly with me? Uh, here we go. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Man, that's moving. It's good to hear y'all. Holy cow. All right. Uh, a smattering of texts from the word of the Lord. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, 
The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. Do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He's made everything beautiful in its time. He's also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live. That each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it so that people will fear him. Go eat your food with gladness and drink your wine with a joyful heart for God has already approved what you do. Always be clothed in white and always anoint your head with oil. Enjoy life with your wife whom you love all the days of this meaningless life that God has given you under the sun, all your meaningless days. For this is your lot in life and in your toilsome labor under the sun. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might for in the realm of the dead, where you're going. There's neither working nor planning nor knowledge nor wisdom. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, Do it all in the glory of God. For now, we see only a reflection as in a mirror, but then we will see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. They, uh, for his compassions, never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him. To the one who seeks him, it is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he, he knows how we are formed. He, he remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it, and it's gone. And its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him. And his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts, the Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He's to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his dwelling place and giving thanks, joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, 
the forgiveness of sins. The Son is the image of the invisible God. He's the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He's before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he's the head of the body the church. He's the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Whoever believes in him, sorry, for the God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world. But people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by being, becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. And therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. And day and night, they never stopped saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they were created and have their being. Therefore, I urge you, Brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. 
amen. He who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming soon, amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people, amen. We're gonna take communion in a moment together. Uh, when we do, uh, you'll, you'll exit to the left of your row, come forward, grab the elements, go back down on the right. If, uh, if you wanna make use of the prayer spots in the back of the room, this is a great time to do it, kind of when you're up and moving around, feel free to settle back there. If you can't come forward, can we all look out for each other and just see if somebody's not coming up and needs you to bring elements to them and let's take care of each other and worship well together. And, uh, and I believe we can stand now. The tables are open.
worship you. Amen. And y'all, one of the ways that we get to worship that I have really, really loved that we've gotten to do every week this summer is by taking communion. So we remember, we remember who Jesus is. We remember what he's done. And on the night that he was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body which has been broken for you. Would you take and eat? And, he, and then he took the cup and he said, this is my blood, which has been spilt for you. Would you take and drink? Sometimes worship is a loud thing. It's a celebratory, man, God's awesome. And sometimes we come to this place and we just need a reminder, a steady reminder, God's quiet voice, I am good. Both are worship. Both are powerful. And so... My prayer is that as we finish up worshiping through music, that's just one way we can worship, that we would prepare our hearts for what does it look like to honor God with my week. And so, our, the final song we have, you've heard it before, and we're, gonna, and we're gonna spend this last little bit, just like Matt was talking about, we're gonna spend this last little bit just celebrating God's truth. And so, would you guys stand uh, sorry, could you take that for me? <laughs> Thanks. Um, could, would you guys stand with me and with us? And we will just leave this place praising our God. Let's do this.
past and love your spirit breathe you formed us in your very likeness to know your wondrous works to tell your mighty deeds to join the everlasting chorus praise the lord saying this formation prayer every week, and I want to sing this Sing, We just sang. We're going to say it, not in a singing way. That's another way to worship is saying things without singing. So um, we're going to say this prayer together, and I want to say this with a spirit of triumph, knowing that, man, this, these are not practices that we do to earn God's grace. These are practices we do to worship him because of his grace. So let's say this together. God, we join with your church throughout history in studying rhythms that will help us live and love more like you. Make us more like Jesus. Help us, for we're prone to doing too little, withholding parts of ourselves from you. Father, expand our hearts. Make us more like Jesus. Help us, for we're prone to doing too much, trusting in our own accomplishments. Spirit, teach us to rest. Make us more like Jesus. Give us patience and perseverance we need to trust your work as you shape us into the likeness of your perfect son. In Jesus' name, amen. And as we leave this place, just another reminder that if you need prayer, Please come up, uh, up here. We'll have uh, our prayer team that will be available to, to lift up some things to the Lord for you. And also out in the lobby, our info booth, if you want to get connected, please, please, please go by there. We'd love to meet you. Hey, let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And the people said, thanks be to God. Amen. God bless y'all.